Before we get started, before any of this starts, I'd like to remind you that you can experience an ad-free version of this by clicking the link in the description that says plus.acast.com slash s slash Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Exorgat Deus dissipentur de nemici eius, et fugiancio derunteo maface eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is going to be the first of two episodes. They're interlinked, and then this one's actually going to flavor what I talk about in the next one. Um, but this one is about some projections. And I want to give... Special thanks to the listener who sent me the link to macroaggressions for this episode. And I want to give a hat tip to macroaggressions for running the numbers and actually doing some of this stuff. I also want to give a special thanks to Ari, who sent me a video that allowed me to... It was a short video that allowed me to take that into context when talking about this story. Two-thirds of the United States is fully vaccinated. About another, well, about half of the United States little less than half of the United States also took at least one of the boosters. <clears throat> Several took two. Now we've spoken on this podcast about the fact that these are actually mRNA gene therapies. And Dr. Robert Malone has actually come out and said that it doesn't matter if you take one shot or ten shots, you don't get to turn the therapy off. And so this is actually going to be, this is not an easy podcast episode to talk about. This is not an I told you so. This is, oh, Heavenly Father, please forbid that this happens. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangelae, defende nos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diabolias opraestidium. 
Imperatilideus suplicus deprecamur, Tige princeps militae calestis, Satana maliosque spiritus maligniosque ad perditionum animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum detrude. Amen. Cor Iesus Sacratissimum miserere nobis. Cor Iesus Sacratissimum miserere nobis. Cor Iesus Sacratissimum miserere nobis. Domine, ostende facem tuum et salvi erimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <clears throat> the video was of a young man, a young-ish man, who took part in an experimental gene therapy about 10 years ago. It was, MR, it was the same mRNA technology de developed by Dr. Robert Malone. He was one of more than 200,000 people to take part in the experiment. And he is one of five survivors of the experiment. The experiment yielded statistically zero survival. Five people out of 200,000. They did not die all at once. There were complications in the short term, there were complications in the midterm, and there were fatalities in the long term, beginning roughly a year and a half to two years after the experiment. 100%, without exception, of the people who, who participated in the experiment experienced their heart stopping. They suffered from complications such as myocarditis and others. <clears throat> this was back in 2013. It is the same mRNA technology that was designed as a gene therapy to cause T-cells to behave differently <clears throat> with the intent of fighting such diseases as like lupus and, and things of that nature. This was a wide-ranging experiment. <clears throat> and it's the same technology that was just utilized over the course of the last two years. We all remember athletes, more than 400 of them, just dropping dead in the middle of a game. If you were, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, then you know I've I've already covered the story, <clears throat> where athletes would be in the middle of soccer players, some of the most healthy young men on earth, playing soccer and just drop dead during the game. And it wasn't just soccer; it was soccer, it was tennis, it was football, basketball, it was around the world. <clears throat> on average, roughly 50% of the population was vaccinated, was not only vaccinated, but took at least one booster shot. <clears throat> on the Macroaggressions podcast, <clears throat> they, um, they spoke about the numbers that were run 
through various simulations uh, picking up in ra- right around 2015. And the projections were dire, even then. And the thing is, is that in the, sim- in, the, in, the, in the projections and the simulation and all that stuff, they actually included a scenario that looks very, very similar to what's going on today. <clears throat> so I'm going to go ahead and cut to the chase. I'll have a link to the podcast, to the Macroaggressions podcast episode in the description. But I'm going to just cut to the chase, get to the end of this. The projections in the simulation demonstrated the population of the United States of America reduced from 316 million in 2017 to 99 million in 2025. Now, we have a bunch of things that are starting to stack up, and there are, and it's going to exacerbate a lot of this. We have, currently on the docket, we have an energy crisis that is building, that is already going into effect in much of the developed world, but is building in this country. We have a food shortage, again, already starting to trigger in parts of the world, but also developing in this country. Our economy is in a state of disarray unlike anything anyone has ever seen. Most of anybody who can come out and say that they know exactly what is about to happen, who can make you know somewhat accurate predictions over the next couple of years, they have most of them, the vast majority of them, have no comprehension of what they're talking about because we have never been in a critical mass situation such as this. They come out and they say, well, the unemployment numbers is right around 3.5%. Surely that's okay. Surely that's good. Except that when you drive through your cities, you can see help wanted signs all over the place. The vast majority of locate the vast majority of businesses in my town have help wanted signs sitting out front. Unless it's unless it's a single like it's a single person owned, they're the only one who does all the work and this that and the other. Unless it's like that situation. Most, the McDonald's is hiring, the Taco Bell's hiring, the, the restaurants are all hiring, the, most of food service is hiring, mechanics, mechanic shops are hiring. I mean, they're just hiring all over the freaking place. Now, some of that was kind of in development. It had been picking up speed over time anyway. Um, things like skilled labor shortages had been happening because the vast majority of people went into that con that was university rather than actually getting getting certifications and getting the education that they need to get a real job. <clears throat> that was already developing. Then you had the great resignation of 2000 of basically 2019 into 2020. That all the way through last year, we had in the summer of last year, you may or may not remember this, but in the summer of last year we had 10 million open, unfilled jobs. 10 million. So the idea that the unemployment rate is low is not counting the fact that there are a bunch of people who just decided they weren't going back to work at all. (sighs) 
government's been spending money hand over fist. Money machine go burr. It's been the gag. I already told you in a previous podcast that the money machine is actually put out somewhere somewhere right in the range of $150 trillion of, mo- of monopoly money, of funny money, over the, last, over the last two years. All of that stimulus was also backed up by the Fed was just going out and saying, okay, we're going to add stuff to our, we're going to add stuff to our collection. We're going to go ahead and buy a whole lot of these assets. We're going to go ahead and put ourselves out there. We'll, we'll take up the assets and, and we'll worry about the rest later. Well, there's a problem with that philosophy because all that money out there basically just made everything expensive and we've seen it. We're now looking at 18% inflation, despite the best protestations. Mind you, 18% using the current formula. Despite the best protestations of the White House, where they're saying, well, you know, the, the, the rate was only this, it's actually going down. Yeah, but the rate is still in the positive. We had 9.1% unemployment, or unemployment, we had 9.1% inflation last month, we have 8.6% inflation this month. What does that actually mean? That means the price is still going up. The prices aren't going down in anything except gas, and gas is still more than double what it was two years ago. And that's a problem. Economically speaking, that's a huge problem. Because the, the real issue is, we know, we, are, we know we're still in a labor shortage. We know there are still many people who are unemployed. For whatever reason. The fact is, is that there aren't people doing the work that needs to be done. So the cost of those goods and services are going up. And there's entirely too much money chasing it all around anyway. So they're boosting interest rates. Well, we just entered into a into a recession thanks to two consecutive quarters of decreased GDP, which is not going to go away anytime soon. The GDP is not going to increase. This is about to get real. And this was the situation before you add in the side effects of what is coming. Well, what's coming? Well, I told you in the intro that the mRNA experiment in 2013 yielded a 0% survival rate. Statistically, zero. Five people out of 200 thousand to be most accurate 0.0005% statistically zero statistically nobody survived the same experiment that they just conducted on the whole planet the whole planet. 
What does that mean, long run? That means we're looking at a significant increase of the number of people who are handicapped, at a minimum, who are not going to be able to do the things that they need to be able to do. At a minimum, that's what that means. At a maximum, it means 110, somewhere between 110 and 120 million people aged five and up. Let me say that again. Somewhere between 110 and 120 million people aged five and up are going to die over the course of the next five years. And that's just with the mRNA, mRNA experiment. <clears throat> one of the things, by the way, uh, one of the things I really dislike about my current location is the fact that um, you can actually hear what's going on on the road. And it's summertime, so people are riding their motorcycles. And God bless them, because you may as well take advantage of it. Let me get back to what we're actually talking about. We're sitting at the risk of somewhere between 5 million and 7 million children aged 5 to 20. They, meaning they'll be 20 years old by the time this actually comes to pass. Age 5 up to about 20. Run the risk of being dead. And not all of them, to be sure. But they're at an extreme high risk. Extreme high risk. <clears throat> mRNA technology is a permanent technology. Once, once the gene therapy gets in and it actually does its job, you can't shut it off. You just can't. It's that that's the nature. You've permanently changed how your your subcellular structure operates. So it doesn't matter if you only took one shot of the gene therapy or 10 shots. Ultimately, it doesn't. Over time, many people are going to succumb to this. And the lamb broke open the third seal. And I heard a voice say, come and see. Actually, I take that back. It wasn't the third seal. It broke up the first seal. It was, and the lamb broke the first seal. And I heard a voice say, come and see. And I looked to behold a white horse. And the rider was given a, was given a silver crown and a bow. And he went riding off, conquering and to conquer. <clears throat> I probably actually should read that from the Dewey Ram. In fact, yeah, let's do that. And I saw that the Lamb had opened one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures, as it were the voice of thunder, saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and there was a crown given him. And he went forth conquering, that he might conquer. Et vidi quod aperuisit, uh, excuse me, 
et vidi, et vidi quod aperuiset agnus unum de septum sigillis, et audivi unum de quatur animabilis, dicens tamquam vocem tonitri, veni et vide. Et vidi, et ecce equus albus, et qui sedebat super illum habebat arcum, et data est ei corona. Et exhibit vincens ut vinceret. Et data est ei corona. Dear family, I don't honestly believe that these things happen by accident. And, let's be real, from a metaphysical standpoint, were we not conquered over the whole world by a crown, by a corona? I mean, not everybody, to be sure, you know, it's not every single household, it's not every single person in the household. But how many of us have been looking out across the world, looking out at all of the, you know, the podcast episodes that you tune in here for and go and the other, you know, the other podcasts, you know, the rundown, return to tradition, you know, uh, restoring the faith, the Kennedy report, life site news. How many people, how many people were utterly conquered by this crown? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The vaccine, the so-called, was injected into the arms of more than 120 million people, multiple times. I was 
listening to the numbers, less than 20,000 people received a vaccine that was actually not the mRNA technology. Less than 19,000 people in America received an actual form of a vaccine that was not the mRNA technology. And 120 million people did. One hundred and twenty million people did. <clears throat> and if you remember, you know, those who got the other vaccine, the Johnson and Johnson Janssen vaccine, were they not recommended? Did they not say you could mix and match? Did they not go out and promote and say, hey, well, you got this one this time, you don't have to get it that time the next time, so you can get this. I mean we had people tattooing Pfizer on their bodies in appreciation for having been dominated, for having been duped, for having been conned. So what does the country look like with 120 million fewer people in the next five years? Did you ever wonder why the illegal immigrants, the illegal aliens who stormed, who've been storming and are still storming our southern border today, you ever wonder why they weren't being forced into taking the jab? In part, it's probably because they already took the jab in their own country. But for those who didn't, I mean, we're talking close to 2 million people this year so far. Talking another, what, almost a million people last year. I don't think it's going to be enough to really cover the fact that that we might lose two-thirds of our population in the next five years. It's like 120 million is not two-thirds. Well, yeah, that is true. It's not two-thirds. And 120 million is not the number that takes into account the food shortage, the energy crisis, the collapse of the dollar the imminent universal social unrest from coast to coast. How many people are going to start realizing, like, like at what point do you honestly, seriously, I want you to think about this for a minute. We're going to start having children drop dead in the next year to two years. We're going to start having teenagers drop dead in the next two to, year to two years. We're going to have ostensibly healthy people Soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency responders, mechanics, plumbers, secretaries, lawyers. Believe me, I'm not, I'm not lamenting the death of lawyers. Judges, politicians, because not every one of these politicians was high up enough to get a fake jab. Some of them were probably dumb enough to get the real deal when they posted it on social media. Here's the thing. The mRNA technology crashes your immune system before it turns your immune system against you. It's basically what happens. That's how you that's how you can have the corpse in chief. And I would like to believe that he didn't actually get the real deal, but let's be real. 
Would it matter? He's old enough, it doesn't matter. Most of the members of the House and the Senate are old enough that it really doesn't matter. If I'm being honest, I'd like the vast majority of them pulled off of the chessboard anyway. So if they die because they were stupid enough to get the jab, well, that's cool. But here's the other part of the question. Because here are the... Because... Who didn't? Who resisted? Traditional Catholics resisted. <clears throat> Fervent and devoted evangelicals resisted. Many didn't, to be sure, because they just got duped. <clears throat> but the religious exemption fight was a thing because of the abortion taint and all of and all of the other all of the other pieces that go into place religious ex, uh, no, not exemption resistance on religious grounds was a thing in this country the highest concentration of population that got not just not just fully boosted which was the two jabs but also got boosted three, maybe four. Where are they from? The cities. California, Washington, New England, from Washington, D.C., all the way up the eastern seaboard. Basically all the blue states. All the blue states went ham. They pushed it, they pushed it, they pushed it. They did everything they could to make your life absolutely miserable if you didn't get it. And so they pushed it. And they got 70, 80, 85% of the pop their populations to get to go through the whole sequence. Now don't get me wrong, there's a small part of me that goes, well good. What do you think that's going to do to the infrastructure in a city like New York? What about all the souls? There are people get there are already people getting murdered in broad daylight in the streets in cities like Chicago, Washington D.C., New York, Boston, Baltimore, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco. It's already happening. And every one of those souls that doesn't get a chance to repent, guess what? Damnation awaits them. The vast majority of the population who got the jab don't believe in God in any real way. Not in any real sense. So take a moment and don't look at this as 120 million people dead. Or don't just look at this as 120 million people dead. Look at this as 120 million damned. And then remember that the loss of one third of the American population is going to, it's going to play merry havoc with the housing market. It's going to play merry havoc with production of anything, goods and services across the board. 
120 million people suddenly missing from life? You're looking at an economic collapse unlike anything you've ever seen before. And who got the jab? Who were forced to get the jab? Didn't they try to go out of their way to make sure truckers got the jab? Didn't major corporations force the jab? I mean, did not the government just go out of their way to make any company that had more than 100 employees force their employees to get the jab? The only bonus on that one is is maybe the 10 million empty jobs when they were doing that were people who were like, well, screw it. I'm just not going to work as long as they're requiring the jab. Please God that that's the case. We're not two years out. We're not two years out, and in countries like Canada, the number one cause of death is unknown, undetermined. Because we don't know what that is. We don't know what that really means. What that really means, obviously, is that it was complications. It was the hallmarks, myocarditis, pericarditis. It was the hallmarks, the things that we already knew that were side effects from the jab. In America, it's weird because the number one cause of death for people between the ages of 18 to 49 is supposed to be fentanyl. But I was just looking at the numbers. The numbers are pretty up to date. They're fairly up to date. And the number one cause of death in America still seems to be heart disease. Despite the facts that more than 100,000 people died due to fentanyl overdose. I really, this was not the first episode I wanted to do. I wanted to do some stuff on the government. You know, stuff that you can get sort of a nice righteous rage. And to be sure, when I get past the, the utter magnitude of this, there'll be plenty of righteous rage. But I did not serve in the military for the better part of 20 years. I did not go to war so that my country could be taken out by a big pharmaceutical con. I didn't go to war to defend this. And the worst part about it is I get the feeling that I'm going to have to watch I'm going to have to watch over the course of the next couple of years while a third of my country dies 
and another third of my country dies over the next five years following that. Do I think it's going to take five years? No. In all honesty, I think the prediction from the charts... In all honesty, I think... I think it's going to be two-thirds. Two-thirds. Two-thirds of the population of the United States dead and gone by 2025. I pray that I'm wrong. I pray that I'm wrong. The problem is, is that the numbers from these simulations, the numbers... From all of from the numbers from all of this chart plotting, this data analysis match the timeline that we already know is coming. They don't have to find another disease. They don't. In many cases, we're already aware of the fact that women have been sterilized from this jab. You know what that means? It means there's not going to be any more babies. Not to a, not to not to any large degree. Two thirds of the population of the United States goes away. There's not a country. Which of course makes the breakup of the union much much easier. And there's that. The problem is, is I don't want. Not that I get a choice in the matter. I don't want... I don't want 230 million people, potentially, to die and go to hell. And the thing is, is that even if some of the people from that extra third brought on by the onslaught of the economic depression and the destruction of the food supply system and the destruction of the energy grid, even, even if that manages to scoop up a goodly portion of Christians, of faithful Catholics, there are only a, couple, there are only a few hundred thousand faithful Catholics If it took half of them, it would still be statistically nil. If it took 100,000, it would only, you're talking a half of a percent. One half of 1% at best. We're looking at a scenario where as many as 230 million souls could be damned in the next decade. Not because something is going to happen, but simply because so many of the people aren't going to repent. See, because here's the thing, and when you look, when you look in sacred scripture, when you're reading in, when you're reading in St. John's Apocalypse, all of these things happen, all of these things come to pass, all of these trials and tribulations, this entire scourge happens. And what is the sentence at the end of every at the end of every paragraph? But men hardened their hearts and they did not repent from their evil.
every single time. There's no point in St. John's Apocalypse where all of a sudden masses of people repent and they turn away. This is not going to be a Nineveh situation. This is going to be the opposite. This is going to be a Sodom and Gomorrah situation. This is going to be a Sodom and Gomorrah situation. When you stop and you think about it, when you really, really look at it, two out of every three people. And take a moment over the next couple of days. When you're out going grocery shopping or getting gas, going to work, And just think about it. In five years, two out of every three people. Just go. Dead, dead, still here. Dead, dead, still here. Dead, dead, still here. Go to a public park. Not some place where, you know, the summertime, summertime where I'm at, we've got stuff going on at the Expo Center. If you've got one of those big events sort of going on, you got like a state fair or something like that. Just count. Dead, dead, one. Dead, dead, two. Dead, dead, three. Dead, dead, four. Dead, dead, five. Dead, dead, six. Dead, dead, seven. If you're at a venue with a thousand people, 333 will still be alive. I don't know exactly how this whole thing's going to pan out. What I do know is that if 200,000 people underwent an experimental gene therapy with mRNA technology the same mRNA technology that was just tested on the entire world. And they could say, well, you know, it was this and that, and they could, they could say whatever the hell they want, okay? The fact is, is that the mRNA, the mRNA so-called vaccine was a gene therapy. They knew it was a gene therapy. Pfizer called it a gene therapy. They didn't call it a vaccine in their advertisement. I'm pretty sure it still says on their website that it's a gene therapy. It's a gene therapy under which they've been completely indemnified despite distributing that poison to half the population of the planet. And it gets even scarier because when you look at the UK, vaccination numbers are, are plus 80% or right around 80%. Fully boosted is right in the 70-75% area. Wrap your brain around that. In the next 10 years, in, well, in the next five years, according to the projections, one out of 14 people, excuse me, one out of every seven will still be alive. I think I misspoke again. I think it was actually two out of nine. Two out of every nine. 
a 77% reduction in their population. Two out of every nine. A little less than three out of every four will be dead. Ireland, not looking much better. Population, their current population is right around four million. They're looking at a, they're looking at a, a, a population at the end of this is right around one and a half million. Japan, Japan. I mean, one of the beautiful things about Japanese culture is that they respect authority. And because of that, there might be one out of every four people still alive in five years. Israel. I know Israel's a hot button topic in traditional Catholic circles. It's really, really hot button. You got the the pro Zionist, the anti Zionist. Like I know it's a really hot button topic when you when you're when you're talking about Israel. Well, guess what? probably not going to have to worry about it anymore because they had nearly a 90% or I think it's actually in excess of 90% vaccinated population with an 85% boosted population. So they probably won't exist. Sort of takes care of itself, I suppose, doesn't it? Germany, well, they're going to get their comeuppance because they're basically going to be decimated. Oh, and excuse me, decimated is one in ten. Obliterated. Germany, France, Spain, Portugal, Italy. Denmark. Population drop of anywhere between 30 and 70% in every one of those countries named. Even Russia, Russia actually might lose about a quarter of their population to this easily. Easily a quarter, if not half. I wonder what the vaccination rate was in Ukraine. Pretty sure based on, you know, their politics, it was pretty high. Except probably in the Donbass. Donbass, probably not very high at all. It's absolutely unreal. I'm going to put the link to the podcast. It's about an hour long, a little less than an hour long podcast. The link will be in the description. He does a much better job of going over the numbers. He's got the handy-dandy charts with fun names like Deagle. Where they basically ran the numbers, but they ran the numbers um, as far back as 2015, 2017. So the numbers they're using are actually kind of old, but when you look at the models that they're using, it looks remarkably like what actually happened. When you look at the variables that they put in, 
It looks remarkably like what actually happened. So I highly recommend that you swing over to the Macroaggressions podcast. I will tell you right now, the thing that bothered me the most about the podcast was not the numbers. It wasn't the topic. It's that during the intro, you're going to have to you're going to have to stride through blasphemy at least three times. And I really hate that because when you need the data, you need the data. So, before you go to listen to it, have the golden arrow prayer with you. Be ready to make reparations for the blasphemy. Most of it's and it, most of it's audio clips taken from movies, um, and and. You can kind of understand the context of the sort of story, the way it, the way the way it's the way it's set up. But have the golden arrow prayer with you because, like I said, there's there's multiple instances of blasphemy. Don't listen to it with your kids. We'll see if it comes out to be true. The problem, the problem that I really wish wasn't the case is that the data matches. The data match. It matches everything that we already know. It matches everything we already know. The timeline is uncanny. When you add it, when you add in Catholic prophecy, Our Lady, you know, Our Lady of the Rosary in Fatima, our Lady, you know, Our Lady of Buen Suceso de la Purificación in Quito, Ecuador. Um, Our Lady of La Salette. Our Lady of Akita. Like, the timeline matches very cleanly. And maybe that's what it's going to take. Maybe it's going to take a level of preparedness for you to be able to boost up your local community. And to have two-thirds of the population die for their sins. And make no mistake about it. I know I've done a couple of podcast episodes that, you know, such as the chickens are coming home to roost. And if two-thirds of the American population is gone in the next couple of years, next few years, then that certainly will lend itself as to why the United States of America doesn't seem to play all that large of a role in Catholic prophecy. I really, really wish this wasn't the case. I wish... I wish this data didn't match what I already understood to be true. We know people have been dropping dead due to the jab. We know people are still getting sick due to the jab. Even or excuse me, after the even after the jab. We know that the younger populations between age 18 and 49 are at an increased risk in severe complications. 
If you've been over to Census Fidelium and you and you watch the Clown Planet News for a long time, for, for the longest time, every single one of those episodes, what did he do? He opened up by going over to the VAERS database and reminding you that only 1% of the VAERS database was actually reporting. Only 1%. If it was 10% reporting, then the numbers on there would still have been 125, 145 thousand people dead but with one percent we already know it's going to be so much worse if you're out there and you got the jabs I'm sorry Start doing penance. Not because you not because you got the jab, but because of what the jab is going to do to you. You may have signed up for a death sentence. You thought they were helping. And they may have murdered you. And that's actually, that's, that's actually the hardest part. Good, bad, or indifferent. Whatever, whatever disagreements that we may have had about the whole thing. You thought they were helping and they murdered you. just hasn't kicked in yet. Pray for all of these souls. Pray for all of the people around the world. If the numbers hold true, we're going to lose almost 4 billion people in the next five years. Four billion. I pray that it's not true. Pray, pray, <laughs> pray to stop it. Pray to prevent it. Pray in reparation. Pray. Just pray. I didn't actually think that I was going to get such a clear preview this isn't an I told you so episode if you happen to be listening to this podcast episode and you and I have gotten into it on Twitter about this particular topic and I know there's at least one I'm blocked by at least one traditional Catholic
who I am fairly certain took the jabs. Oh, I pray, I, I pray he didn't. I pray that he didn't. Pray for the church. Pray for the nation. Make reparation. Pray that this can somehow be avoided. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.